Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. On this podcast, we will be discussing how the Feast of Tabernacles is the beginning of God creating what He is going to do in the coming year. Worship on a whole new level is being presented before His people, a level of worship where we stand in His presence and are aware of Him as He unfolds new revelations of Himself and we are changed into His likeness. This is what we're reaching for. If you're familiar with the celebration of the feast, the tabernacles experience is an experience that changes and grows every year. And we're in that period of growing, of growing from his appearing during this recent feast. It's based upon what did we do during the feast? The level of worship in the feast, in his presence, has just been skyrocketing. That's what he's all about. He's showing up at this Feast of Tabernacles to spend time with us, to tabernacle with us. That sets us on a course of a new level of worship. This level of worship we're talking about has to do with him uh, working in us his will, to will and to do of his good pleasure. Well, he's always reaching in for his inheritance in the saints, and his inheritance is those who can stand in his presence and worship in the spirit and truth. What you're saying is tabernacles is kind of like the, the gun going off. Here we are on a new level or a new depth of the Lord working in us a purity, a drive, a hunger to stand in his presence. It evolves every year. It goes deeper. It goes deeper. It goes deeper. I know that I'm looking for this level of, I will call it, revelation worship, where you, you're not just standing in this presence by faith, but you're standing in this presence with an awareness and a revelation as he unfolds himself to you. That has to be an unfolding thing. I think when, as we break into that revelation worship, I'll call it, I don't think it ever ends. When God appears to us, he comes bearing gifts of himself, and we enter into his presence not only to give him worship, but he loves us so much, he wants to give us of himself. You've got so much now, through your obedience, you're going to become my workmanship. Our experiences start out elementary. Our drive is, Lord, let's go deeper. That comes through exposing yourself to him, through worship, that your exposure to him causes the experience to deepen, to where you go from glory to glory, you grow, you mature. Everything that God brings to us as a gift, he causes the increase. 
he will never overpower us. So our experiences will always leave us just a little bit wanting more. God's tricky like that. Oh, did you like that? Let's hang out this time tomorrow, and I'll show you something I didn't show you today. And that's why we pursue him. We run after him. It's not that he's ornery and teases us, but he knows how we think. He knows that their transition from our heart to his heart, our mind to his mind, he sees that our mind falling away. What's he leaving behind? As he visits us in his presence, he's leaving his heart, his mind, where out of that comes the initiative to pursue him with all our hearts. Once we've tasted of these things, there's nothing like it. We can't find it anyplace else but in his presence. I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, well-pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Yes. The only thing you and I have is us. That's the only thing we have to offer him. And that has to be on a daily basis, moment-by-moment basis. In his presence is fullness of joy. There's so much that we could have if we would just realize that we take a step. He first loved us. How do we return that love? The best we can do is, Lord, thank you for loving me when I didn't even know you. Thank you for directing my life and protecting me till you could get me to the point where I recognized, hey, there's something going on here. And we take that that elementary experience, and it begins to grow. It begins to explode till... You can you can change from day to day, and even within a day, you can change. What what does that mean? It means that more of Him is dwelling within you. You have received, and He has taken up His abode in you. I think there's a, I'll call it a deeper level of worship, and it has nothing to do with what you get out of it, but it has everything to do what he what He gets out of it. What worship means is you come to give to the Lord. You're not coming to see what he's going to do for you or transform you or anything like that. Those things happen automatically. There's a level of just coming and adoring him and worshiping him because you want to please him. You want to give to him. It's like children coming to their father, and they actually want to be a blessing to their father. You know, the little girl goes outside and picks some, picks some flowers and brings it, you know, to their father. So it's giving to the father, not expecting anything in return. Will they get something? Of course they'll get something. I, what I'm trying to get at, there's a motivation, a purity of motivation that I think you can just determine. Yes. You know, I don't think you have to wait for it. I don't think you have to, well, I got to be purified. 
No, you just come saying, I'm coming to give my heart to the Father, and I'm going to come with something in my heart every time I come before him. I'm coming with something in my heart right. to love him, to worship him, to give to him. What I get, whatever he decides. I love what you're saying because you're bringing up one of my favorite scriptures that's a promise for our worship. And it's in Haggai. It says, "Let the latter glory, the latter glory of this house, will be greater than the former," says the Lord of Hosts. And in this place, I shall give peace, declares the Lord of Hosts. We got a promise that bears a guarantee that if we enter in at, at whatever level you want to call it, that He promises that you'll get more. What were we created for? What is our purpose in this whole scheme of things? We're to be worshipers. In summary of today's podcast, we have talked about how the Feast of Tabernacles is a starting point in what God wants to do in His people throughout the year. Worship on a new level has been the key focal point this year, and as we enter into this new level, we are finding His presence transforming our lives into his likeness as we go on from glory to glory. Experiencing the impartation of God's word through his family is life. Has this time in his presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live behind the veil.